Coming to you from the mountains and the plain. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Otto. That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that they are victims. A resistance to the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Otto and Max McGuire. And welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Saturday to everyone. We haven't had one of these podcasts, these Saturday podcasts in a while. It's good to be able to do it again. It actually took me a little bit of time figuring out how to do it on my own because usually I have Josh, usually Joe's here. There's other people helping. So took me a little late, a little while to get everything set up. Sorry for a couple minutes late. We're not going to, this isn't going to be a full two hour episode. Anyone who's just joining us is not even a full hour episode usually. This is where we talk about an issue of the day, an important issue, um, and go through the history of it so you can understand how we got to where we are and uh, where we're likely going. So we're running a fax blast today on really what, what I call in the email a real example of e- evil. Joe Biden and his administration, I'll go ahead and put it up. Joe Biden and his administration have now lifted a Trump-era 2019 regulation prohibiting federal re- researchers from buying fetal tissue for their research. Now, what does that mean? In 2019, Donald Trump signed an order, ordered the National Institute of Health and all the other parts of the federal government to place a ban on researchers, both federal researchers and any researcher receiving a federal grant from receiving or or purchasing the remains of aborted children. Now, this seems like it shouldn't be all that controversial, but it is. Democrats want to keep this practice going. Planned Parenthood desperately wants to keep this practice going. They claim that no one makes any money, but as soon as this gets shut down, everyone's screaming that they're not going to be able to balance their books anymore. We're going to show you how we got here going all the way back to 1988 because you got to understand the fight. This has been a fight that has been in the making for a long time. And we're going to go through the history and explain how we got to this point. So again, anyone just joining us, Joe Biden's administration is lifting a Trump ban and allowing federal researchers and private or public researchers receiving federal grants to once again use fetal tissue, the remains of aborted children for medical research that was banned by Trump in 2019. Joe Biden is letting it go again, letting it happen again. So we're going to do that deep dive. But before we do, hit that share button. We're only on Facebook and DLive today. Um, I can't stream to four places at once with my computer. So we go two places usually on the weekend. So hit that share button on Facebook and make sure you continue to comment on DLive as well. Okay. So how did we get here? In 1988, Ronald Reagan signed an executive order, executive action, placing a moratorium on fetal cell, fetal tissue purchases or sales. He says it was was abhorrent. He was pro-life. He could not fathom this being an industry in the United States. And it was an industry where, where organizations, abortion clinics, researchers could buy and sell the remains of aborted children with little to no regulation. Ronald Reagan said, no, that's not going to happen anymore. And he placed a moratorium on it. Well, similar to what happened under Trump, the media went crazy. The left went crazy. Because whenever you do something like this, all the special interest groups come out of the woodwork. 
So they say, oh, well, Ronald Reagan obviously doesn't care about people suffering from this ailment. Doesn't he realize that we're on the cutting edge of, of research and we're close to a cure, but we need these aborted babies, their, their tissue, to, re to get the cure? Oh, doesn't he care about people, from, people who are suffering from this disease or that? So all that pressure came down on Ronald Reagan. He started relaxing it a little bit, relaxing a little bit so that or researchers, organizations that had existing grants weren't forced to just suspend all research, but they still blocked future grants and future research from being done using the remains of aborted children. That's how we're going to refer to them. Yeah, I put fetal tissue. We, we might refer to them as fetal tissue. That's the scientific term for it, but these are aborted children. Uh, the aborted baby body parts, organs, tissue samples, cells. They're, it's the tissue of aborted children. So Ronald Reagan's ban in 1988 um, is it, it, pretty strong. It, it wasn't a total ban, but it was pretty strong. You fast forward to 1993, and things are starting to change a little bit. Obviously, you have President Bill Clinton. You have Democrats in control of the House of Representatives and the Congress. Right. So they say we don't want this ban anymore. We don't want this ban on fetal tissue research. We want obviously they're being pressured by the scientific community. They're being pressured by Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics. So they bring out this law, this bill, and they called it S1. Now, on the show, we, we like to highlight that the low number bills in Congress tend to be given to whatever that party's top priority is. Right. H.R. one this time around and Senate one this time around is the bill to get rid of things like voter ID. Right. The Democrats plans to try and open up the election so that the election isn't as secure as Republicans want it to be. H.R. one. They named it H.R. one because that's their top priority. Just to put it in perspective, in 1993, Democrats top priority was, among other things, lifting the ban on fetal tissue purchases and sales. That was their top priority. They gave it S. One And Republicans, to their great shame, went along with this. Mitch McConnell voted for this bill. Just so we can put it all in perspective, so we can understand how we got here. It wasn't here by Democrats forcing this down our throats. Republicans helped them along the way. Mitch McConnell was one of them who voted for this legislation to reopen the doors for fetal cells, fetal tissue, babies, aborted babies to be bought and sold on the market. So we're going to show you what this actually means. There is an exception. And this is where the Republicans use, they use this exception for political cover. The exception is, let me go to it. The exception is that right here, section 498B, and hopefully you can read that. If not, I'll read it for you. Purchase of tissue. It shall be unlawful for any per person to knowingly acquire, receive, or otherwise transfer any fetal tissue for valuable consideration if the transfer affects interstate commerce. It's those three words for valuable consideration. Planned Parenthood operates in that legal gray area. Remember the Center for Medical Progress? They had those undercover videos. I'm not going to show them here because they'll probably get this video taken down immediately, but we've all seen them, right? The undercover CMP um, agent convincing Planned Parenthood, not all that not really strong arming them, but getting them to basically go along with the plan to sell them the remains of aborted children. That was a that was a huge deal. And Planned Parenthood came out and said, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not a crime. It's not a crime because we're not profiting from it. That's what they said. We're not profiting. We are just selling it to them 
or we're donating it and they are giving us money for our time, right? For our costs. They want, they want to be able to recoup their costs. So say it's not a crime because according to this law, S1 from 1993, they are not selling it for valuable consideration. They're only charging the, the minimum, the minimum, right? What it costs to dissect the tissue, what it costs to store and preserve the tissue, what it costs to transport the tissue. That's all they're allowed to do. The amazing thing is, though, while Planned Parenthood might claim that they don't profit from it, obviously someone profits from this enterprise through the entire supply chain. And it's gross to explain this this way, but it is a supply chain. It's, Planned Parenthood doesn't sell it directly to the medical researchers. Planned Parenthood sells it to a middleman the way any manufacturer would have distributors. It's gross because they, they've commoditized the remains of aborted children. And whether or not they actually profit from it is irrelevant to the, the shame we should feel as a nation. The idea that there are remains of aborted children that go on the market for people to purchase them. I don't care that Planned Parenthood says they don't profit from it. The fact that there's a dollar and cents figure associated with an with a unborn baby's liver or heart or kidney right, or, or eyeball. This is how gross this stuff is. Right? We had our video taken down from YouTube, the video I did a couple weeks ago, talking about how uh, fetal cell lines were used in the development of the vaccines. That video was 100% accurate. And I went out of my way to say that at no point do any of these vaccines actually contain fetal cells. Because that's a big no-no. You can't say that on YouTube. And it's also not true. Right, They, they don't actually contain fetal cells. The RNA, mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, they were tested against fetal cell lines from, from an abortion way back when in the Netherlands. That cell line has been kept alive in lab conditions and pharmaceutical companies use those cells to test vaccines and test medications. The J&J vaccine uses fetal cell lines to grow the virus that they're going to use as the vector for giving you the injection, the adenovirus. So they need to grow a lot of virus. They use fetal cell lines to do it and that's proprietary to J&J. We got taken down for that. We got, taken, we got suspended for a week from YouTube. Because everything we said was completely factually accurate. And that's why they had to silence us. So th this is a big part of the medical industry, right? Th using fetal cells and fetal cell lines is a big part of the modern of modern medicine. It's unfortunate, right? It it's very hard to get. It's actually, I would venture to say, nigh impossible, nearly impossible to get vaccinated for anything nowadays without that vaccine in some way incorporating or using or being tested against cells that can be traced back to an abortion that have been grown in perpetuity in lab conditions. So obviously, there's valuable consideration here, right? It, it, whether or not it's bought and sold for an amount that is considered valuable, there are companies that want to profit off of this, right? So there is valuable consideration going on here. And obviously, someone's profiting. Because just to put it in perspective, when Donald Trump canceled, when Donald Trump canceled the, the NIH's contract with just one distributor of aborted baby remains that canceled contract wiped out nearly a hundred grand that the government was going to pay this distributor you can't say that the government is buying the remains of aborted children and going to pay upwards of a hundred grand and that there's no valuable consideration anywhere in that supply chain you just can't say it at some point someone's profiting it doesn't go from oh well this is waste to now you're going to pay a hundred grand. No, there's profit built in there. 
but they claim there isn't, right? And, and that's their legal loophole. Oh, we're not profiting. We're just paying our expenses. They're trying to balance their books by selling off the remains of unborn children. It's just, you can sugarcoat it. We'll probably get fact-checked for it, but that's what they're doing. Even if they're not making money on it, they're recouping their costs. So yeah, that is the exception, 498B of S1, valuable consideration. They operate in that legal gray area ever since. Well, Donald Trump was elected and he promised to get rid of this. It took him a little bit of time. Remember, when Donald Trump went to office, he, he, he took the White House and it was already became a den of vipers, right? Everyone was out to get him. Notice how there aren't as many leaks under Biden because the people working for him actually support his agenda. Trump was forced to hire people or he just made the mistake of hiring people that actually didn't want him to win and didn't want his agenda to make it through. Right? He got a, a lot of really, really bad advice. But a lot of good policy did come out in the later half of his administration. And this is one of them. So this is from 2019, July 26, 2019. This is changes to NIH requirements regarding proposed human fetal tissue research. It was a suspension, right? Any current grants in effect, they could still use it, but everything afterwards, no go. You cannot be a federal researcher or be any type of research institution that receives federal grants and also use fetal tissue in that research. Done. There's a Trump order. The left went furious. They did the same kind of stuff that they did for uh, for Ronald Reagan. Oh, well, you don't care about muscular dystrophy. You don't care about uh, MS. You don't care about any of these diseases that we're so close to curing. Well, no, you can care about those diseases without saying that we're going to use the remains of aborted children to fix it. But Donald Trump held the line. He didn't back down on it. And that ban went into effect. We'll fast forward to today. Or fast forward to this weekend. As I mentioned, Joe Biden lifted it. So now federal researchers and private research organizations that receive federal funding are now free to buy and sell the remains of aborted children. Aborted children, to use a gross term, they're, they're back on the Democrats' menu. They're now allowed to use the remains from abortions to further their own medical research. Everything that Trump accomplished in his administration on this issue is gone. We are back to Bill Clinton status. And they're already starting to ramp up, right? Planned Parenthood scaled it down a little bit after those videos came out, understanding that it's a really bad look to be selling the remains of aborted children. They scaled it down. They're going to be starting to scale it up again. These organizations that have been really hurting, according to them, based on Trump's order, they're going to start scaling up again. And we're going to see this at a level we've probably never seen before. Because medical industry has been forced to go two years, roughly, without this, without this fetal tissue, the remains of aborted children. So they have a lot of projects that have been backed up. So there's going to be a huge demand for this, which is incredibly, incredibly disgusting. But there is a silver lining. And this is why I go back to the facts blast we're running today, which is in the description. And on DLive, if you scroll down, it is the top panel on DLive. This is a bill that is introduced by Representative Jackie Walorski. I want to pull up the text of it just so you can see it. Go to PDF. It's H.R. 620. H.R. 620 is to protect the dignity of fetal remains. Make sure I get the name right. It is the Dignity for Aborted Children Act. Pretty common sense name, right? 
you look at it, it's not a it's not a complicated bill. I won't I won't read this specific parts. You can find it. It's HR six twenty. Make sure you do twenty twenty one when you search. There are other bills that have been numbered six twenty over the years. What this legislation would do is it would force abortion providers, abortion clinics, abortionists to treat the remains of aborted babies the way state law would require any medical uh, any medical institution to treat the remains of a human being. So I'll say that again. Abortionists under this bill would be required to treat the remains of an aborted child the way a hospital would be required to treat the remains of a human being. Yeah, the Democrats say that this is this is this is a, an attack on abortion rights. No, what this is 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 trying to identify and and get them to admit and respect the fact that an aborted child, regardless of whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, I am vehemently pro-life. But regardless of where you end up on the political spectrum, that aborted child is is a human being. They are Homo sapien. Definitionally, they are human. You can't say that they're they're inhuman. They're not. It's not some other species. Right? Homo sapiens produce more Homo sapiens through sexual reproduction. It is a it is a human being. Human remains. So HR six twenty would require that abortion clinics treat them as any medical clinic would be required to handle human remains, and they give them two options. First, they can hand over the remains to the patient, the woman, the woman who just got the abortion. Well, not actually hand them over, but send the remains to a funeral home or a crematory, crematorium of that patient's choosing. If the, if the woman doesn't want to do that, then it's on the abortion clinic. They have seven days to see to it that these remains are, are either cremated or interred with dignity. Seven days to either cremate the remains or to bury the remains. If they violate that rule, here's where the teeth come in. If they would violate that rule, or they would send it to anyone who is not a funeral home, is not a crematory or, or any like business, five-year prison sentence. Yeah, a big deal. For every instance that they are caught not burying or cremating the remains of an aborted child, five-year prison sentence, I believe up to $50,000 fine, and the fines get steeper as they violate it even more and more. So this is a common sense bill, right? It, 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 if we're not going to get rid of abortion, which, listen, I'm all about that. It makes complete sense that the remains of an aborted child be treated with respect and dignity. And that they be given either a burial or be cremated. The way state laws require that human remains are cremated. Can't just if a human being dies in the hospital, they can't just throw the body in the trash, right? Either gets buried or it gets cremated. Well, why are the rules different for fetal remains, the remains of aborted children? They shouldn't be. They're still humans, just because they have yet to gasp that first breath of air. Though, if we want to get really sick and disgusting, some aborted children actually do breathe and, and gasp for air. Yeah, it, it it gets really sick. Why are they not afforded the same dignity? And that's what H.R. 620 is all about. But the great part about this is in addition to making sure that they are buried or cremated with dignity, it also prohibits the abortion clinic from selling the bodies, the bodies, the, the remains, right? If the, if the abortion clinic is only allowed to transfer the remains to a funeral home or a crematory, 
they can't transfer the remains to the middleman that then sells it to the researchers. And yet the bill goes even farther. Those third parties that get the remains also have a reporting requirement to the government to say exactly how many they received and how many were cremated, how many were interred. And if they lie on that form, massive, massive fines, massive fines. And if they, if they habitually lie, then you start getting into the legal weeds of trafficking in illegal body parts, which is, yes, a federal crime. So I, I love this bill. Not enough coverage is being given to this bill. This is something that everyone in Congress should be fighting for. But obviously the left won't do it. The left are beholden to the special interests, both in the medical research, scientific research, and in the abortion industry. They're beholden to them. But Republicans should be fighting for this. Remember, it's, it's Republicans like Mitch McConnell who voted for that Senate Bill 1 back in 1993, who helped create the system we have now that Planned Parenthood and other abortion clinics abuse. It's absolutely abuse. Now, you, you can't tell me that the federal government is buying 100 grand in the remain, 100 grand worth of the remains of aborted children, and no one is profiting in the supply chain. It's just not possible, right? <laughs> it's not possible. FedEx doesn't cost that much. Refrigeration doesn't cost that much. Packaging materials don't cost that much. The hourly wage of workers doesn't cost that much. Someone's profiting. So we live in this legal gray area where organizations have figured out, companies have figured out how to buy and sell the remains of aborted children because Republicans helped put us there. They gave vague language, like what we saw in Senate Bill 1. Valuable consideration. As if that means anything. Right, valuable consideration. They say, oh, well, that's not valuable consideration. We're just, we're just covering our expenses. And that's how we're here. So yes, they should be pushing for HR 620. They absolutely should. And it's up to you to force them to. So again, we are running a fax blast today. I get it that not everyone is, is hugely pro-life, and I don't expect everyone to be hugely pro-life. I know that Facebook is doing everything they can to block people from seeing this. So again, if, if this is interesting and you want more people to see what I've put together today, make sure you hit that share button if you haven't already. It's very, very important to do so. But join our Fax Blast. Join the Fax Blast campaign and help us put, a, put an end to this barbarism, right? Because that's what this is. And as I said, H.R. 620 does two things extremely well. It restores dignity to the process and ensures that any baby, any victim, let's call them what they are, victim of abortion, is treated with dignity and respect and that their remains are either buried in the earth or cremated. And it also prohibits the remains from being sold to anyone other than a funeral home, or a crematory. So it's definitely worthwhile. It's worth your time to join this fight. Um, and I, I hope that you do. If, if you don't participate in our fact spots, I hope that you reach out to your members of Congress, your, your senators on your own, because it's a sick issue. I mean, this is sick. What kind of depravity, what kind of evil prioritizes this? Remember, in 1993, as I said, it was Senate Bill 1. That means it was their top priority. Senate Bill 1 is... is given to the top issue for the ruling party. Senate Bill 1. Let's, all, let's make sure that we can buy and sell aborted babies again. And here we go. Joe Biden, first year in office, lifting the prohibition so that federal researchers and researchers receiving federal grants can start buying the remains of aborted children again. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that, that fetal tissues, fetal stem cells, they have medical utility. There's no doubt about it that, that the secrets within 
a developing baby and how how a, a baby develops and how their cells are able to multiply so quickly and, and basically change roles so that so that a cell can become a different form and different function that has huge medical utility but at some point we need to take a step back and say do we really want to cure this disease or that disease by harvesting children i'll i'll say it again that's what we're talking about do we really want is it worth curing this disease if it means we have to do it by harvesting the tissue from aborted children. Is that a line we want to cross? Is it worth it? Now, some people might say yes. Some people might say that the, the abortions already happened. It was an elective abortion. And and it, it, it makes sense to use the remains for a medical purpose rather than just throwing them in the trash. And I, I guess that's a logical, I guess, if, if you want to call it that. It just doesn't pass my ethical smell test. It doesn't pass the test, right? I, I don't want to take any medication. I don't want to receive any treatment that was developed on the backs of the abortion industry. Because again, no matter how, what Planned Parenthood says, even if they claim that we don't pro, they don't profit from the sale, someone's profiting. You don't get, to, it doesn't get to be that expensive. I mean, I've, I've seen estimates that say when Planned Parenthood donates, donates the, the tissue the aborted baby that it can it, it'll cost 60 bucks that's that's what they say their cost is but by the time it reaches the researcher it's six thousand dollars you can't have that markup without someone profiting right it's not possible so do we want to live in that world i don't i don't i don't i don't want to live in a world where we have a j and j vaccine that is produced using cell lines from an aborted baby i don't want to live in that world i don't want to live in that world Surely there's another way to reach medical breakthroughs without <laughs> developing it using harvested aborted children. Like, come on. And yeah, if you're pro-choice, you say that's completely normal. If you're pro-life like me, that that sounds like a Nazi experiment in a concentration camp. Like, oh yeah, we're going to save a lot of lives, but we're going to do horrible things to get there. No, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not interested in it. And that's just, that's just a moral, ethical line I'm not going to cross. And yeah, I, I, without a doubt, there are probably pills and vaccines or, or whatever that we've all taken that, have, that can lend their success to these kinds of programs. And it's disgusting. And I recommend that everyone who cares deeply about this issue like I do, now that you understand, because a couple of years ago, a year ago, I didn't know anything about this, right? Oh, obviously we knew about the, the, the Planned Parenthood selling the remains, but we didn't really understand to the extent to which the pharmaceutical industry and the medical researchers use these tissues. Now that you know, be an informed consumer. I mean, that's how that's how sick this is. We're talking about you being an informed consumer to make sure you're not buying a product that was made using the remains of, of aborted babies or developed using research that studied the remains of aborted babies. Be an informed consumer and don't participate in it. Don't participate in it. Well, that's all I got for you today. This, this isn't a very happy episode. I mean, we do have this silver lining of this bill. If we can get this passed into law, then that would be excellent. But the real question is, why didn't Republicans do that when they had Congress for two years? Oh, because they didn't actually want to get anything done. But we still have to push this, right? This is, this is a big deal. Joe Biden just opened the floodgates for federal researchers to start using the remains of aborted children for their research again. It's disgusting. Your tax dollars are going to this. Think about that. Your tax dollars are now going to be funding this. 
So no one profits, no one profits. Well, when that $60 sample is sold to the federal government for six grand, someone's profiting. And at least some of that money is coming from your paychecks, coming from your tax withholdings. You're paying for it. Like there, there's always been, there are, there, there's always been an understanding in this country. And I'll end with this. There's always been an understanding in this country that whether you're pro-abortion or pro-life, wh wherever you fall on the spectrum, it is unconscionable to expect the American taxpayers, of which roughly half are pro-life, it's unconscionable to expect that the American taxpayers, pro-life taxpayers, would be forced to pay for abortion procedures. That's why we have the Hyde Amendment still in effect. We need a Hyde Amendment for this. It's unconscionable to think that we, you, me, everyone watching this video who's pro-life, that we are paying out of our tax bill into an industry that uses aborted children as, as medical instruments. No, it's unconscionable. We used to live in a country where Democrats at least understood, yeah, okay, fine, we're pro-life, but you're right. Pro uh, we're pro-choice, they say, but you're right. Pro-life Americans shouldn't be forced to pay for this. Now we have a Democrat party that wants to ram this down all of our throats and force us to pay for it, force us to pay for people's abortions. They don't want to even have any Hyde Amendment. They want to go for it all. At what, po at what point do we say enough? At what point do we, do we say no? I mean, it doesn't reach the point where we don't pay taxes anymore. At what point are we all so just disgusted that, that we, we say no? I don't know if this is the issue, but it should be. It absolutely should be. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you sign up for the audio version of the podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. Make sure you check us out. We go live Monday through Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern. First Saturday show we've had in a while, so it's good to be back. We go live on Facebook. Ne starting next week, we'll be back on YouTube. DLive, our website, and we'll keep going on Twitch until Twitch bans us. I don't expect that to be long. So make sure you like and follow our Facebook page. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Make sure you follow on DLive. We, if you can, do subscribe. Um, and make sure you go over to the website and create a login so that you're able to comment on our website. Make sure you check out all the links in the description. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Again, my name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.